Silence. Silencio. Ooh, I have a drink here that I love to show on camera. Ah, now I'm curious. Now I'm very oh, time Booster Juice. Hey, wait. Hmm? We don't do ads for free, son. What do you do? That's what I said. I want to put on camera. <laughs> and you shouted them out. I said it? Oh, crap. You said it out loud. Booster seat. Um, uh, booster seats. Yeah, we're talking about booster seats. Yeah. And speaking boosts, uh, who needs a boost for the new year? I do. Mm. Happy New Year, I everybody. definitely do. Isn't it crazy? Yes. I love this pre-record thing when we're talking to them on the day. It's New Year's Day. Woo. New Year's Day. 2024. Happy New Year. New Year, new me. Yeah, Holla. yeah, yeah. New you does not introduce the show. I'm trying to do that. Yeah. Welcome to not another really, but I'll try. Of. Come on. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is this the new you? It's like a podcast version of Drake. <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> Relax. No, no diss. No. People could have taken that the wrong way. Um, if you don't know by now, this is another episode of the DNA Airwaves. Yeah. We thank you for listening. You could have been listening to anything in the world, but you chose us. <laughs> you chose us. We appreciate that. <laughs> no, we really do. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's big. It's big. So, uh, new year, new you. What does that? What does that look like? It looks like a lot of healing, a lot of growth, a lot of, you know, just stay. trying to be better. And one percent, uh, and letting go of 2023. That's what 2024 is. It's All right, letting go shake of it off, shake it off, shake it off right now. Absolutely, it's gone. It's behind shake, you, man. This is a new shake, year. Shake it. New this year. This is a new year. You're gonna do some new things. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to recap the last year first, or you want to talk about the new year? Where are you at? Uh, like personally recap uh, or just like go over pod recaps. Whatever is more comfortable for you. This is the new you. This is your space, man. <sighs> I think uh, personally, it's uh, it's been one of the most challenging years of my forty years of existence. Wow! Yeah, um, it's been. Uh, it was. We're going to talk past tense. a test, right? It was a test of, of you know, everything physical, mental, emotional, one hundred percent. But I feel um, that if this didn't break me, that. I am unbreakable, so I feel confident that yeah, that uh, I'm built for I'm built for whatever comes in the new year, sure. and uh, I'm excited for the challenge of just you know continuing to grow. And I'm always, 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 always just grateful for another year because yep. Yep. not too many get to make it, and not too many made it past 2023. So that's a fact. I give man. thanks to the Creator for allowing another year even though it was hard i'm grateful for the hard year i really am oh yeah it'll help you to appreciate whatever comes next a lot Amen. just that exactly. much more so yeah man yeah glad to hear it i'm How glad you? that we're here um yeah man it was a challenge what happened for you in 2023 yeah it was a big year it was a big year it was a big year for you so lots of challenges lots of changes more so than anything mm -hmm. i'm always mm -hmm. a man to embrace a good challenge um but yeah i guess when there's a lot of changes it's, it's a challenge in itself so moving Absolutely. cities to a undeclosed location somewhere, yeah, just enough on More remote, the, yeah, somewhere just enough on the grid to keep me podcasting, um, yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. It's a smaller version of the the Hamilton life that I grew up in, um, right, right. So that's been a change. Got married, big change. Oh, let me slip this ring on. Huge change. Yeah, 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 Huge yeah. yeah. Um, I was redubbed Silky Lavender. Uh, 
You are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or AKA Lavender Lou. Lavender Lou. <laughs> I had a f- <laughs> I'll leave it alone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I think I knew where you're going with that. <laughs> Don't just like, yeah, keep I'm it trying. Keep man, it I'm moving. Trying. All right, cool. I'm just gonna shake it off. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So big year. Um, business wise, wasn't the strongest year. You you ever have those? Mm-hmm. You, I guess it's a part of the process. Sometimes the maximum effort doesn't get you the maximum results. So it was one of those. Yeah, years. all the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Not all the time, yeah, but like, no. Like, but it seems to be a common thread okay, in my life okay. as well. So yeah, yeah that was, it was one of those years. So I did a lot of different things. I tried a lot of different things. Um, it actually got me in this weird, uh, uh, like a Ferris wheel where I'm like, okay, I'm up here now, but I kind of miss being on the ground because what I'm saying is right. a lot of stuff, you change things, right? And some sometimes you change and let go of some of the things that like got you to where you were in the first place. So are you talking about business practices business, or are you talking yeah. about like personal stuff? But this is the thing. Cause I feel like everything kind of combines eventually. Mm-hmm. And I, I mm-hmm. always say this to myself every single day, you, how you do anything is how you do everything. So I'm a firm believer yeah. of that. And it's, it shows just true. across yep. the board. Right. So yeah. personal things are slipping and it could be some people might look and maybe even to myself, it's not, like dramatic but it's still those changes enough of those little changes are probably enough to kind of get you off track enough to 100%. not get um to where you're heading so yeah it was just one of those years of just juggling changes trying to figure out this new version of me and uh this life that i'm living and uh keep things afloat as far as just like hitting the same goals that i had in mind with you know just a yeah. different set of circumstances um i guess that's kind of it in a nutshell Maybe we'll do another episode expanding on all of that some more. But yeah, man, overall, good year. Um, Ups and downs, personal challenges as we all go through. But looking forward to this year to uh, to just be that much better. Yeah, and I think um, going in with that mindset of just letting go of 2023 for me is really important. Not to hold on to a lot of the stuff that happened and just, you know, I'm still here. I still got a chance. Still standing. Still got breath in my lungs. Still That's standing. It. So That's it, man. Let's go. Let's go. But yeah, you mentioned recapping. So let's recap some of our, uh, I don't know, you want to recap some top pod moments? Uh, sure, yeah. Let's do it. I think. Top three, um, top five, something like that. Yeah, we can do a top five, I guess. Wait, um, is this each or combined? Hmm, good point. Well, let's just, uh, see let's where just it goes. maybe <laughs> some of ours overlap, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So I think uh, one of the biggest ones for me um, overall, and it's mainly just because of the impact I felt it had on my younger years, was getting to chat with, I guess it's two guests combined, Bill Walichka and Sean Menard. I think those two were, um, (laughs) yeah, wow. So yeah, they were... They were up there for me just because of how impactful much music was in my childhood up until my later years of life. Yeah. And uh, talking to those guys that were on the ground level in there. Uh, actually, Sean, you know, just documented it, but Bill was in the trenches. He was in it, yeah. In much music. There for some of the most iconic moments um, in Canadian TV history in terms of interviews yeah, and music. Yeah, um, So I think that for me was probably one of my favorite um episodes and he was just such a cool guest to have bill was oh yeah, and for sure. just uh 
just getting to talk to someone like that who's done ultimately what we do is interview people right and uh and he complimented us too 100% so it feels good when someone that does what you are doing you know appreciates your style so I think that that was one of my favorite not just because he complimented us but just because (laughs) who he is and what he represents to to me personally yep and Sean I just thought did a really cool job of documenting it and talking to you know, someone that did create such a brilliant and different style of documentary, I thought was uh, really was really cool. really cool. So that that was up there for me. What about you? What did uh, what did you appreciate about Sean? Yeah, I mean, the, the, both of them were incredible. Um, yeah, and it was the same thing, like the nostalgia of just thinking back to the time that we would see them on on TV, and it was a time yeah. before social media and everything else blew exactly. up, so it was like, yeah. it wasn't like you had 17, well, 17 would be nice, but uh, a thousand different things pulling your attention. It was pretty right. much like you had your station for this, you had your station for that, and they, because of that, were at the center of, of it all. Um, yeah. They were bringing in the best artists, and not even just like local or anything like they brought in local bands and artists that we hadn't heard of and blew them up but they were bringing in like the biggest names globally and these guys were similar to how we all are right now or at some point in our careers just kind of stumbling trying to find your way they were probably some of them were like late teens early 20s so they had no life experience and things were happening live it was live television no producing no editing just whatever happens in this moment it is and Man, they built, they 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 created a culture that, um, yeah, kind of defines our youth, our younger yeah, youth. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah. I think anyone that grew up in the 80s and 90s, much music is definitely, a Canadian at least, it was definitely top five. And like you said, they it was the like the main stop for anybody that was anybody, right? Like you had to go through much music, um not to make it, but just to kind of, you know, it was like the one spot in media you would go. Yeah. Every star, every musician, right. even some actors would stop oh, by so there. Many. So it was a, such a cool vibe. And just to know that it was really just like, you know, it wasn't like they were trying to do anything but just make it work. So it wasn't like they were trying to be cool. It was right. just they didn't have the money to really do it the way traditional media was doing it. And it yeah. was cool. Yep. Yep. And it, they made it work. And that, to me, was really, really special. Yeah, man, it was cool. They had everybody, too, right? Like you said, from, Every, from yeah, Tupac anyone. to, like, bare naked ladies. You're, yeah. you're there. Really cool. Kurt Cobain, like, iconic. Oh, that was like one of the best interviews, actually. Really big, yeah. Right, and then the follow up to our interview was going to see the premiere of two ninety nine Queen Street West in Toronto. In um, Toronto, yeah, and uh, that was awesome. Having the whole crew there was super cool, man. Yeah, yeah. getting to see guys like Michael Williams, Monica Diol, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, just guys that you just remember growing up. Yeah, watching Electric Circus, Rap City, you know. Rick yeah, the yeah, Temp, yeah. who I believe is from Hamilton too. I believe so. so was, Actually, uh, so is Sean, right? Yes, Sean is a Hamilton yeah, native. Yeah. Good things come out of Hamilton. Living proof. Yeah, it's just proof. Hamilton doesn't uh, acknowledge that, but that's another podcast. <laughs> uh, we're going to send Hamilton this clip, actually. Do better, Hamilton. <laughs> it's a new year. At City of Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, I just want to throw in that you're frozen for some reason, have been for the past five minutes, but if everything is good on your side, we'll keep rolling through. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, okay. All right. It's weird. But yeah, you haven't moved. Uh, 
in, mm. in quite a minute, quite a few. All right, so that's the one and two. We said five. Oh, and we're going to throw up clips from some of these interviews too right after this. So you can, for sure, if you missed it, you can hear the greatness that we're talking about. And uh, yeah. Or go check out the full episodes. You know, it's still available on all your right. favorite digital streaming platforms. And uh, Sean Maynard, 299 Queen Street, was episode number 163. Bill mm-hmm. Lichko was number 153. If that helps, check it out. But wait, listen Absolutely. to the rest of this first. Cool. Who else you got? Uh, I think for me, there was a really inspiring story that we had this year that really, uh, I was really grateful to be able to speak to someone like her this year, uh, Bean Gill. I thought yeah, her story yeah. was was really, really impactful for me personally. Oh, man. Um, and I just, I really enjoyed talking to her and just seeing what she was able to do you know despite her injury right i thought it was just uh and she was so cool like just really cool to talk to right i really really appreciated speaking with her i forget what episode that was but i believe it was 143 okay so check it out it's called being expired expired, you know it's a play on words but uh she was a great conversation and uh just uh, another inspiring individual that we got to speak with Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I actually missed her when I was thinking about this. She slipped my mind or that episode did. But once you mentioned her name, I was like, yeah, that was one of our best for sure. That was one of my favorite conversations as well. Um, Not just of last year, but just overall. Yeah. Just knowing what she went through. She's uh, uh, what's her quadriplegic? She's paralyzed. Definitely paralyzed. Yeah, from the neck. Down. No, she's not neck down though, right? No, waist, waist down. Waist down. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But the cool, one of the cool things about her story, bef- the story of us meeting before her story, um, or before hearing of her full story, was we were in her city, which was uh, crap, Edmonton. Yes. Edmonton or Calgary? Yeah, one of those two. Edmonton. Uh, we were in Edmonton, and she was at one of our shows, and she was like a super fan. Uh, she reached out to us on social media, just like really bigging us up, sharing what we were doing out there with her community. And from that, we talked and uh, had her on the show. So, yeah, another great story, another super great human being. Yeah, I forgot about the backstory. That is actually, uh, that's dope. That That's how we connected. I didn't even realize, I forgot about that connection. Yeah, that yeah. Was really, really cool. Really Shout cool. out to Edmonton and Calgary. Yeah, yeah, shows. yeah, yeah. Wow. Hopefully we'll be back one one day soon. Oh, we're gonna make it happen. All right. Uh, you know what? Wanna what's that? One, two, three. Okay. Yeah. So that wasn't on my list, well, but, but you, it definitely we, should be. Sure. Okay. Uh, one more for another one for me is I don't remember the name of the episode, but it was Musicians World. Um, Mike Robinson. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed I that episode as well. I think just, well, you know what? Just, he was a super cool guy and there's, there's a lot of really him. was. Yeah. Yeah. He was just really down to earth. Uh, he was a lot of, fun he was wearing a toque to. during our conversation. And right? he was in Texas. That, that, made yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was <laughs> awesome. And it was episode 167 for anyone asking. Okay. okay. Musicians world with Mike Robinson. Yeah. Episode yeah, 167. Yeah. 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 But yeah, super cool guy. I, I actually hope to meet him I'm planning a trip to Texas, hopefully next summer. So, I would love to connect with Mike if you're listening. Nice. Get ready for it. Prepare the finest barbecue um, 
not at your home you can go out and do some barbecue um whatever it is but yeah i'm looking forward to that but the talk with him was cool man like we have to have him and his wife back i remember him saying that at the end that he wanted him and Melissa yeah. to come on but it was really just cool to see what they've done because it's hard to create something new that isn't being done these right. days right and just the fact that mm-hmm. they took all a concept that's been happening for years just people throwing a mic uh, or a camera and a mic on like a music director and they turn that into like a whole production at the Potter's house. So they have multicam. Um, yeah, it's a full production that him and his wife are running there. So it's cool. Check it out, uh, Musicians World on YouTube, and you will be impressed. Yeah, he was super cool to talk to. And I find that, um, you know, the vast majority of our guests are really, really, really just cool to talk to. We have great conversations with, but his was, his was really fun. Oh, yeah. And like you said, just coming up with content or like um different content or like unique content yep. in 2023 is almost impossible so is, yeah. i mean the the angle that he's able to do with that musician's world is really cool and definitely worth checking out for sure oh yeah oh yeah all right let's keep it going who else you got uh so mine last i guess i'll just do this in combination okay because they were both um, guys that we had spoken to before, but just getting another chance to sit and talk to them is always fun. Okay. Um, yep. I call him the OG Eddie Bullen. I think uh, right. He's always he's always a great conversation to have because he's just such a a plethora of knowledge and oh, yeah. he has just you know great guy to talk to. He's always been super cool with us. Yep. So I think that uh, for me, I think he was one of the first ones we did 129 this year. So uh, it was probably, you know, I think we're overdue to talk with the OG once again. If he's got a chance, we've got to do yeah. it once a year with him. That's true. Yep. And uh, I think lastly, just as for me, um, I have this weird affinity with UK culture. So when I get to speak to any blokes, <laughs> yeah, any blokes from there, he came back and, yeah. and spoke to us. Uh, Tony Mumrell, I enjoy talking to him just because I love hearing him speak. Just I'm, I'm a sucker for English accents. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. When he gets on here and talks, and oh, you know, beautiful. we have great conversations with him every time. I think, uh, I think uh, I really enjoy that. So shout out to I'm not I'm gonna say my boy, even though we're not boys, but podcast boy, podcast <laughs> virtual boy. Yes. Virtual boy. <laughs> Tony. Uh yeah, it was always great talking to him and maybe in twenty twenty four we can sit down and catch up with our UK brethren again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that'll be a good time in it. Um who else? And it, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> but yeah, episode one forty if you get a chance to revisit yeah. that one. Yeah, man. That was, that was uh, a lot of fun. Nice we had a we had a yeah, we was. had a good year on this podcast. We talked to a lot of really, really awesome, interesting people. Um, how many is that? I lost track. Absolutely. I, I don't even know. I, I five, give, right? I've given five, but you, I, want, I was curious if you had another uh, honorable mention or someone that you had in your list that might not have been covered by me. You know what? As another uh, Toronto-based, I think you missed this one. Corey Butler, were you, you, were, you missed that one, didn't you? I, I did miss it. Okay. I had technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. there. Yeah. But my headphones we'll, were... We'll have being... him back. That was a that was a really, really cool one. Did you listen? I shouldn't have asked you that here. It's okay if you didn't. It was a really... <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Especially because you're yeah, frozen. I, I can't read your face as I'm saying the words. It's still frozen? <laughs> yeah. 
It's really, oh, damn. It's really hard to talk to Frozen D. Uh, <laughs> a lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while. But some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. In uh, 15 minutes or so. That's so, so bizarre. I don't know if I'm saying something dumb. I don't know if you're raising your eyebrows. Oh, that's funny. Later you back, it went blank. You came back frozen. It's not meant to really? be. Really? That's yeah. so, yeah, it isn't meant to be. <laughs> That's so odd, odd like, because I'm moving a mind, and so are you. Yeah, and for some reason, I just can't stop looking, because I'm just used to, like, we're talking, so right, I'm looking yeah, at yeah. your frozen face. You, you look like... Wow. Like oh, that. no. That's the worst, when it freezes <laughs> with the dumb face. Oh, man. You're always doing this cool ponder face when you freeze, but when I freeze, it's always <laughs> the dumbest face possible. <laughs> um. Because it's a new year, we'll just we'll throw that up on social media. Hold oh on. no, don't do that. Why does he wants to document all of my my bad faces? <laughs> I'll make Is the same dossier on me, folks. There you go. Oh wow, all that's right, how I look. That's a friend oh, before. Awful. I'll send it to you. They you can are. let me know if you want to <laughs> disclose it to the masses. Um, I don't care. Whatever. I lost track. Corey Butler, number one seventy-three. Really cool because we talked to Sean Wilson in the past, and he had his whole breakdown on music. Uh, yeah, as shout language out to Sean. and vocabulary, yeah. Shout out to Sean. We talked to him. Well, we talked to him all the time, so I don't even know if we got him yeah. last year or not. But um, yeah, Corey has a. He's coming from a similar place where he's basically created a system like like how Sean's doing it online. Corey is running a music school. He's also a professor at York University, um, but he's running right. a private music school where he's teaching kids music that relates to them culturally which is also important to yeah. learning at least at first music that you're familiar with or a sound that's that resonates with you and i think that got yeah. missed with a lot of us when he mentioned that i was like holy crap because i took piano lessons we all did and most of us stopped because we were playing music that just wasn't fun it was silly it didn't it didn't connect. It didn't, it didn't yeah. feel like music. And I know it shouldn't when you first start learning, but there's got to be a part of that that draws you in. Um, right. I think he mentioned like just part of that disconnect in learning. And then he broke it down just like language. Uh, a lot of people learn to speak. I mean, we all, <laughs> we all learn to speak. <laughs> a lot of people learn to speak. I was going to say yeah. in terms of music, but I guess flipping it the other way, when we learn a language, mm-hmm. we learn to speak at first before we learn the rules. And his system basically implements that same uh, way of thinking. So when you learn music, you learn to have the conversation before you go back and learn to read and write. So it kind of introduces music in a way that just is relatable to how we learn language in general. So I really, really love that conversation, the way he broke that down. Yeah. Check it out. Episode uh, 173. And uh, and then we got some Beautiful. honorable mentions for sure, because I don't think they were last year. But honestly, if I'm talking all-time favorites, these two, and we talked about this before, are up there for sure. Um, ready? One, two, three. 
three, two, go. Three. Kenny Warner. Okay. Good thing I didn't talk. I was going to say <laughs> the other uh, one first. <laughs> Kenny Warner was, yeah, that was crazy. And then he played us out at the end of that episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. To have a man of his level of notoriety and musicianship just play for us. Just, that was nice. It was yeah. Really, it was like a private It show. was incredible. Yeah. Really, yeah. really incredible. And then the second one is, boom. Alan Shiner. Yeah, there you go. That was cool, too. Also... If you missed that episode, maybe the coolest. Maybe well, the yeah, because it's so close to home, right? Because Alan, yeah, yeah, all these iconic uh, TV commercial jingles that we grew up on. Uh, he was the man while watching much music. While yeah, mm-hmm. that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy that was actually playing them. Like, ugh. right? Yeah, it was cool. He did uh, Marine that was Land, really, really cool. Sleep Country, all right? of them. You name yeah, a you name a famous one, he's probably behind it. So as he kind of said them to us, actually, I think he just played them and then be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," and then he would talk about it. it was yeah, really cool. Uh, Incredible. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's been a it's been a great ride. Looking forward to just bigger and better this year. Like we started off by saying, we have some great guests Absolutely. lined up, varying in age. Yeah. Um, dropping yeah. this, but stay tuned because we can have our youngest guest uh, in the next week or two. 14-year-old yeah. prodigy. Um, get ready for that. And, yeah, lots yeah. more to come. And if there's anyone that you want Lot us to more. talk to, definitely drop it in social media, share this podcast, and just uh, let's make this a great year. Um, yeah, I guess, like, the bulk of my story kind of started in uh, 2012. Right. And um, I always say, like, that was the worst year of my life, and I hope it remains the worst year of my life because I yeah. don't think I could take much more than what happened that year. I can imagine. Um. But it started in that April of 2012 when I uh, left my ex-husband after he beat me up for the first and last time. Um, I was in a really unhappy marriage but didn't know how to get out of it. And that was my exit, as terrible as it was. It was my exit to leave. And then um, in June of 2012, my dad left our family. And that was like decades in the making my mom and dad had an arranged marriage and one that oh. wasn't super successful right but the day that it happens obviously is still really traumatizing of course <laughs> and then two weeks later i was in las vegas for my friend Stagette and woke up on friday the 13th and wow. um the irony yeah mm-hmm. yeah we were gonna yeah. go to the pool that day but, uh, so I walked, woke up, went to the bathroom, brushed my teeth, washed my face, walked over to the window, opened the curtains to see it was raining. Right. And I was like, that's weird. Like when does it rain in Vegas in July? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, and I walked back to the bed and those four steps I took back to the bed was the first, last time I walked on my own. Holy shit. Wow. I uh, wow. got into bed with my right leg first. I remember all of this so vividly, so clearly. Mm. And uh, suddenly experienced the worst excruciating pain I've ever felt in my low back. Um, wow. The pain lasted maybe a couple of minutes, and then I wasn't able to move my right leg. So as I lay there, I'm trying to move both my legs, but only my left leg is moving. And then it went prickly from my hip to my toes in kind of like a frush kind of motion. Wow. And I was left paralyzed from the waist down within 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, I don't need, I'm, I'm literally speechless. I don't even know how to, how to, yeah, wow. Like, 
I yeah. don't. <laughs> I mean, <Yep. laughs> wild. <laughs> very, yeah, very. Well. So, like, what was what was mm -hmm. going through your head at that moment? Like, as you felt one was, you weren't feeling one, and you felt the other. How long before you couldn't feel the other leg? Um, the thing is, is I could feel everything. I just couldn't uh, move anything. Wow. And okay. uh, I'm an X-ray tech by trade. That's what I did for my job and so right. your critical thinking skills jump into play right I was taking my pulse checking my respiratory respirations mm. like critically thinking of like what could have happened to my spinal cord yeah. I didn't fall I didn't take any drugs yeah. like it yeah, was yeah. Friday morning you know like I hadn't eaten anything yet either and so it just didn't really make any sense and of so wow. you know called 911 called my insurance company Always, always, always get travel insurance. Oh, always. Yeah. No kidding. Always. No kidding. You never know what's going to happen to that's, you. That's a fact. Yeah. And it's been a really long journey um, after that. Huh. But it really cha obviously changed the trajectory of my life. And course, I think yeah. that I needed that because I wasn't mentally healthy. I wasn't able to communicate or talk about my feelings or talk about anything. Right. Um, back then. And this kind of forced me to literally stop me in my tracks and made me deal with my shit, as wow. my best friend said. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I know that feeling um, of interviewing uh, pick, pick an artist. Oh, gosh, yeah. Prince. Let's talk mm. about Prince uh, for an hour and a half live television event. When it's done and you know you nailed it, you know yeah. it was a good broadcast, you know the artist enjoyed it, you know the live audience that were there, they got off on it, you know that anyone watching on at home loved it. There yeah. is that euphoria where it's like, yeah, you're you're on a high and it's yeah. a, it's a beautiful high. It's better it feels better than sex. It's just this Yeah. Yes, nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Great yeah, time. Yeah. And then yeah, you come down, but speaking with John Bon Jovi about this as far as a performer is concerned mm -hmm. yeah you give your all to an audience say for two hours and your adrenaline and you're spent and then when the concert's over you know you're so high from all the adrenaline that okay go to bed yeah what do you do yeah. 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 <laughs> go to yeah. bed do it again tomorrow and it's like yeah some of these artists you can see why they fall into the trappings of drugs and alcohol and you right. want to keep that party going after the show so, you Good know, you point. end up stumbling yeah. around a hotel bar till two in the morning until you can finally, you know, yeah. come down a little bit Vicious and then uh, do it all over again. And next thing you know, you know, yeah. they're, they're That's your life. hooked on drugs and you can see why it's so prevalent True. in entertainment. I was on the road with, with uh, for a couple of days with Blue Rodeo and I talk about this in the book. Cool. Wow. Nice. Talk about Canadian icons. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but after their show... Every when I was on tour with them, what they did, and I found this very fascinating, they would find and you know do it beforehand, but make sure when the show was over, either at the venue, depending on how big the venue is, or they would find a community center nearby, and mm -hmm. they'd have a ball hockey game uh, with the opening oh, game. Nice. <laughs> wow! Uh, at two in the morning, so by the time when they're off the stage, got that adrenaline. Yeah. Hockey, and then wear themselves out until they get on the bus, and then fall asleep and wake up in the next town i thought Ooh. that's how it should be done yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's a very healthy way to use that energy that's uh much better than uh, the previous yeah, example the previous, exactly. of going to a bar till two in the morning that's <laughs> and that's they actually figured that out you know Jeez, years ago yeah yeah that's how to finish a show after the meet post-show meet and greet if there is one and being told you know by strangers 
I love you, I love you, I love you. Great show, right. great show. Okay, let's burn some energy now and score some goals yeah. and up and down a ball hockey court. Wow. Love that. One of those gems, yeah. I haven't heard that one before, but I hope someone listening just decided to make some short sort of shift. I mean, even, I guess, exercise and go home and jump on your spin bike or something might do the trick. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> spin bike. Don't think that's, that's going to work. That's the term that pros bike. use. When, you're, when you spin, you call it. No, I'm just joking. I have no idea. Gotcha, but, Bill, I wanted to ask you something. As you touched on. After a hockey game, too. Uh, spin? You know, they, they get on yeah, the bike you're right. and just pedal after, after the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it's the same applies to athletes. So. Yeah, True. Um, you mentioned that feeling of nailing an interview, and I kind of wanted you to just maybe highlight some of the points, like what, what what was your checklist or what was the feeling of nailing the interview, but then what are the things that you kind of based that on? Um, if I, I always looked at every interview, first of all, as a, as a conversation. I yeah. love how your guys uh, are presenting your podcast. It's a conversation. It's not an interrogation. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> three guys sitting yeah. around talking about life. Uh, True. Right. That's how I approached any interview: is it for it to be a conversation? Uh, if you were a fan of that artist that I was interviewing, I, you know, I geared it towards them. I wanted them to enjoy the time of seeing their favorite artist be interviewed. I yeah. geared the interview towards often. If you have no idea who this person was, is there enough there to make you interested? Mm. Right, um, and I think more importantly is I wanted the artist to feel like they just had a great time, and um, they were elevated to a point where the next time they were interviewed, you were going to be the benchmark for the interview. That's huge, right? right. And uh, that's uh, some good points. That's great good advice. Points. Yeah, I've also worked with enough mm. egos; they thought they were a celebrity interviewing a celebrity. Mm. Really, that's interesting. And that's the problem with some people being some on air. I'm at a piano here. Ooh. Yeah. Right I, on cue. I am, I am on a yeah, piano. Yeah, Because I figure you can ask me. I love that. Okay. Anyway, That's yeah. That's amazing. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. Screw yeah. talking. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, just play for us. <laughs> let's play Name That Tune or something. Yeah. No, so. Go ahead. Um, Stump the band. In our, right, right? <laughs> in our, uh, I guess, Google deep diving. Thank you, Google, for all the information that you provide to us. Yeah, um, we've come up with some really cool things. I don't even know where to start, but Dricky, what's your favorite jingle? If you're just to like sing one right now. Oh, James. When I looked at the list of jingles, and we should probably break down some of the like iconic jingles that you've done. There was Pizza Pizza, correct? Nine, six, seven, eleven, eleven. I guess I'm allowed to do it. That one might be the the most iconic. Maybe not so much actually. Now that I think about it, um, really? everyone loves Marineland. To me, was probably the biggest mm. one as a child. Niagara Falls, Ontario. <laughs> everyone loves Marineland. Yeah, wow. I made that one up. And you did African Night Safari before that. That was the version I did. Oh wow! Oh, that's the one. That's that's the one that stuck. Wow, you said what? African Lion Safari? African Lion Safari, that's also you? Mm. Well, yeah. You, you do want me to play these? I guess since you I'm already here, them, no, no, I, no. I just want the it. world to know your greatness. African Lion Safari. That one. 
Oh, yeah. And man. then this one, I think most middle-aged people like myself know the most now is Sleep Country Canada. <laughs> um, I, I have to say, they're, they're doing a terrible botched version of it with some operatic kind of thing on the radio. Mm. No, I hate that. But if you yeah. listen very closely, there's this little thing underneath the hook at the end that they're still using. Um, so um, the, the thing, the one I did, which is... Don't come back to it. Why buy your mattress anywhere else? Yeah, yeah. And it's always yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. At the end. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's it. funny? I go to the key of C. That's C. But they'll yeah. they'll just they'll do something like and they sharp or flat, not okay. related at all. And all of a sudden they'll add that tag on at the end. No, you know, and it sounds weird. Anyway, yeah, Sunwing.ca. Yeah. I. Right. Um, I did that, and I do a lot of updates, and that kind of bothers me too because there's they're sticking some other song in the middle of it now, just as a it's uh-huh. like what what happens with jingles and advertising in general is seasons, right? Mm-hmm. So they they come out every couple of months with a whole new ad campaign. Yeah, right. But it doesn't always. There there may be somebody in an office somewhere who doesn't understand phrasing notation theory and how to right. correlate music to words. Right. I don't mean lyrics right. and music. I mean the copy that an announcer is saying and okay, things yeah. don't always work, but that, that one is, um, 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 the, the original, you want to hear the original Sunwing? Of course. Yeah, I, I've done more in jingles, by the way, I think, you know, <laughs> we'll start with, we'll start with jingle. Yeah, let's do that. Um, um, well, okay. I, I, I seldom sing on these things except backup stuff. I hire real singers, but, but I'll come up with, I'll come up with the, uh, singing. Um, this went relax, have some holiday fun at Sunwing. We know that you're number one. So get away with Sunwing today. Sunwing.ca. Sunwing.ca. You know, wow. so now they're doing it in the key of A now. Sunwing dot C. Now, well, yeah, we changed yeah. it. Sunwing dot C. That's how we're doing it now. But, oh. but um, would you like to hear why I did that one? Uh, yeah, I want to hear why you did all of them. But yeah, let's specifically <laughs> well, Sunwing. That one, yeah. I was on a vacation with my lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were called Red Seal Vacations. It was mm-hmm. 2004. Oh. Okay. They were just a small little company. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know anything about what's Red Seal, what's Sunwing. I never heard of it, actually. I just got it out of a brochure and booked it through yeah. a travel agent. Yeah. 